aware, Fox and his friends are not doctors or experts. Do not take these opinions as the gospel. Although they are highly intelligent, sexy, and influential, please think for yourself. I want to thank the girls over at Socially Toxic Podcast for that little disclaimer. Thank you. The military-industrial complex doesn't care about us. We need to stop sending our children to war and dying for the bankers and elites. The medical-industrial complex does not care about us. They need us sick and weak so we can be patients for life. Stop taking their poison. The education system is merely an indoctrination program designed to supply the elites with obedient workers and turn over as much profit as possible at our expense. Let's turn off the television, put down the phone. Let's take our country back. Thanks for being one of us. You are listening to the Conspiracy Soldiers Podcast. What's up, ladies and germs? Welcome back to the Beer Garden Recording Studio, somewhere on the Ohio-Michigan border. I'm here with Julio. What's up, Julio? How's it going? Good to see you again. Yeah. What's going on with you? Nothing. Just, uh, nothing. I guess you kind of, like, put me on the spot there. <laughs> <laughs> Not a lot with me either. I'm on strike. I'm trying to stay busy. I got that. What are you doing? Uh, I've been working for some uh, landlords and stuff like that. Mostly the, mostly the ones that live next door to, or not live next door to me, but they're flipping the house next door to me. And then I made an attempt at another one, but that didn't work out too well. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> Uh, I took, uh, I just been trying to stay busy, man. I took, we took Sonny to the vet the other day. Did I tell you about that? Yeah. You mentioned something about it. Well, she How had to that go. I was amazed. So usually when a dog gets a shot, you'll hear him like, right. So. They got those metal tables at the one we went to, and they told her told me to put her up on there. They took some cheese whiz and squirted the cheese whiz on the table. And so once she starts licking it, it like blends into the table, so it's like takes a long time for her to lick it up. And they gave her a shot, two shots right in the ass, and she didn't even notice she got a shot. Oh wow. A hell of a technique. Worked pretty good. Same technique works on humans. Yeah, I could imagine. <laughs> Except what would it be? Not cheese whiz. Uh, social media shit. <laughs> right. Entertainment. Bread and circus. Yeah. I'm guilty of that. I've been talking about football on here a lot. Yeah. And God, we'll see what happens here this weekend. I don't even know who we're playing, man. I've been in a... A drunk, a drunk fucking haze all week. But I'm bouncing back think, today. I'm feeling good. Do you think alcohol, like, affects, like, your feelings about anything else in life? You, like, basically what I'm saying is uh, going back to the whole, like, vibration and frequency thing. 
Do you think alcohol dulls you a little bit? Uh, like once I get going for several days at a time, it does. Like I kind of get yeah. bummed out for absolutely no reason. But like when I'm working, though, I'm at work. I'm at work long enough that I can shake it off and I feel fine. Plus, I don't eat at work. I think I think fasting and, uh, you know, the 11 hours or so that I stay at work, I think it just clears me out pretty good. So that's just my opinion. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm definitely not as not as sharp when I when I go on a binge. Like I just like you, I get irritated at like the smallest thing. <laughs> I mean, and, and I and I wonder, like, uh, I guess with with my experience with psychedelics, like my best, my strongest trip on the on the lowest dose was when I was completely sober. And uh, somebody told me that it was because alcohol blinds or takes away from the revelations, you know, like the awakening of the of the pineal gland, you know, the, um, it doesn't allow you to see everything. It doesn't allow you to think the right way. It doesn't allow you to hear the right way. So you don't, don't get know. to communicate with the magical creatures. Yeah. Right. I wonder if alcohol is on purpose. Like, yeah. I That's mean, why it's so cheap. So cheap and everywhere. Yeah. I mean, I can make my own. I'm prepared in case we have some kind of a... <laughs> in case we have some kind of a fallout for the economic, uh, you know... Uh, society that we have I can make Start this shit you popcorn <laughs> popcorn Sutton <laughs> yeah. you well you got anything oh yeah uh, I was go I was gonna tell you too like well you already know because you were there but so I'm trying this side gig that I'm doing it's like taking care of uh, properties for like landlords and basically like empty, empty buildings and stuff like that. And so me and Julio went up to one today and, uh, well, you already know, I'm telling the audience. So we went, it was basically going to be a uh, cut the grass and stuff like that. And the, the grass was like two feet tall and we had push mowers and <laughs> And I was waiting for the dude to call me back so I could tell him how much I was going to charge him because it was going to be a fucking shit ton. And I couldn't get a hold of him, so we just left. But when I first... Did you call back? No. <laughs> I, I went on the app and I left a note. I said, waited an hour and a half for a phone call. Never came. And so I don't know if he never showed up to work because the dude said he was running late, said he's going to call me in like 15 minutes. Never called, so... Maybe I'll hear something tomorrow. But I was excited about, I, I mean, I was looking forward to that job because he was wanting me to travel to Detroit. And, like, you know, some of the empty buildings got, like, squatters in there. And I figured we could, you know, I wanted to go up there and throw some crackheads out, maybe get shot at. We'll see what happens. One day you're cutting grass, the next day you're getting you're fighting three crackheads at once. <laughs> That's why I brought protection with me today. 
Right. That's why I brought the chain mail. <laughs> yep. All right. Uh, speaking of Detroit, did you hear about that church that got raided? Because, no. yeah, it's called the Soul Tribe International Ministries up in the west side of Detroit. He was um. He was giving the uh, congregation mushrooms. Mm. Mm-hmm. His name is Robert Schumacher or Shumaki. They call him Shaman Shu. And he basically was just saying that the mushrooms were sacred plants, and they had no right to to raid the place and and uh. So he basically uses them to, I'd, he gives them to the congregation. I don't know if he asked them if they want it or not. I would guess so, right? And then uh, yeah. he help, He say it helps to identify trauma or like your own trauma or like even generational trauma. So uh, I know you're into that type of shit, so I, but you ain't heard about it. So I didn't have much information. But it does. I did read that he is uh, forming a legal team to try to fight that. I don't know how much, how how much. I mean, anymore. Some areas you're allowed to have any kind of drugs you want. So who knows what'll happen? Especially since it's supposed to be like a religious type of deal. Yeah, we don't we. Isn't that one of the amendments? You know, the uh, freedom to practice any religion. Right. And the government won't interfere. Yeah, this is just this is just going back to the same shit as prohibition. You know, they're just not collecting taxes, so they feel left out, and that's why it's an issue. Yeah, but but I just went to their website. It, it doesn't seem like it. Like you were saying, he's not giving it to people that don't want it. You have to join. Like there's a membership that you have to fill out. And then, so you dis- you sign a disclaimer that says you're going to trip. At church, it says that you're. Are you willing to actively participate in ministry activities and services? Are you willing to adhere to the ministry's doctrines, policies, and guidelines? How did you hear about our ministry? Why do you want to become a member? Um, so I mean, it seems like appropriate questions for what they're trying to achieve. Yeah. And you know, they're not pandering to children. Yeah. Um. They're they're saying eighteen and over. Oh, okay. Yeah. Unless you just happen I mean, to wander in there off the street, and then you're like, "Yeah, sure, I'll I'll go along with what." Next thing you know, you're tripping balls. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that I don't know. I think if I ran a place like that, I wouldn't I wouldn't not be providing huge doses. Right, like microdose. Yeah, it would be something small, something recurring. I would not want people to be acting out on my property because that would be a legal, a legal cons- you know, legally bound consequences. Well, how, okay. When you say acting out, what what kind of acting out do you think will be caused by shrooms? Well, you know, they can be overwhelming. You know, people get anxiety. Um, people kind of <laughs> freak out, for lack of better words. Give me an example. I didn't show you the pictures I took of myself. Uh, you might have. I we No, I don't think I did. 
but I took three pictures and I don't know who took them. I don't know if it was me or someone else, but it's on my phone. And I'm just like laughing and screaming uh, in three pictures. And I was texting and I said, they just left. And I went back to that text and I look at the time and it's like, my wife and daughter were already gone. So who left? Man, that's crazy. So it wasn't like a selfie? No. Man. Um, But just like really weird disassociation stuff might happen. And uh, psychedelics do tend to bring up uh, past, you know, past traumas. And that can be Uh, exacerbated into like mental issues. Oh, yeah. I could see that happening with me. (laughs) <laughs> yeah no i mean uh it, it's it's a scary journey you never know like they say they say don't take anything psychedelic unless you're having a good day unless right. you've had no negative thoughts because a negative thought a negative action can really kind of take over over the whole thing right and all of a sudden you're having a bad time and it's like it's like when we were had whitney on i told her like man i'm afraid to do any of that ayahuasca because who knows what the hell is going to come, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. Yeah, but, but that shouldn't deter you from exploring it because how do you overcome it? How do you deal with it unless you experience what you need to go through to move on from it? That's true. You know, so they say, um, you know, the, the term bad trip, you know, is very common. But they also say that there is no bad trip. There's just difficult trips. And yeah, I kind of agree with that, but I I don't look at it as a recreational thing. I do it as something that sometimes I do it to overcome something, and it's scary. And yeah, I know I'm gonna be I'm gonna be anxious. I'm gonna feel certain things, but I come out at the end feeling so much better because I dealt with it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, did I tell you uh, Spotify's fucking with us? I heard. Yeah, I couldn't remember if I told you about that or not. So the dude, uh, one of the guys messaged me and told me that, well, first he just said it, it was up, and then I seen it. I went and I went and turned around and went to go check it out, and it was gone. So I emailed Spotify, emailed the our host, and uh, they said they were going to get it taken care of. But I think, man, I want to think of a backup name for like a we could let everybody know what's our what's our uh, podcast going to be after we get kicked off and change it. You know what I'm saying? We should have a backup. I think I brought that up before, but we just haven't thought of it. Yeah. Not only that, but uh, I'm getting my ham radio license too. So, like, if we lose uh, internet and and all that power, even electricity, I don't know. But you're not allowed to cuss on ham radio. But I mean, I think if we've, I think if we enter Armageddon, I don't think anybody's gonna fuck with us for cussing on ham yeah. radio. I agree. Keep it going. So. And if they take ham radio away, I have a um, 
I have a Morse code machine that I will be podcasting from. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and if that fails, we have signals from the Navy. The bat light. What do they call that? The bat signal? Yeah. Mm. All right. Um, I know you got some stuff, but me and you was talking about this earlier. So lately I've been, we've been getting, not we, but I've been getting fucked with for talking about Jesus's name and the J's. Well, it turns out none, none of the languages really had any J's until what was that Julio a uh, couple thousand years ago or yeah and it came from the J's came from French some kind of French language and it could have just been a Frenchman with a speech impediment no laughs, <laughs> well we were we, we found out that Jesus is a is uh, the name derived from, uh, I guess it, to me it looks spelled like L-E-S-O-U-S, which in classical Latin, which is in classical Latin um, or ancient Greek. And then in Hebrew and Aramaic, the name became Jeshua with a Y. Yeshua. Yeah. And then they say it's related to the other biblical name of Joshua. Well, it's a lot of years, man, for things to change up. I mean, a lot of lot crazier things have changed up in a lot shorter time. Yeah. They're doing some of that stuff on purpose lately. All them word games. Uh, so what do you got? I don't know. Have you, uh, you ever heard of uh, the Tartaria? Oh, yeah. Tartary. Tartaria. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, that's, a, that's a topic that just keeps coming up and up. Um, even when I was in Chicago, like I was looking at the buildings from that World Fair that they had in the 1800s. You know, they spent, they built these beautiful buildings and then they destroyed them right after. Yeah. Like they left one standing. And it's now a museum. It's a field museum. It's weird because they like erected all these world fairs like super quick somehow. Uh, and then that leads into like the all the fire, the huge fires that we had right around that same time period. Yep. I, mean, I, go ahead. Even, um, I think we talked about it previously um they even say like world war one and world war two were just part of the plot to continue to destroy some of these ancient ruins and sites huh yeah yeah i can believe we that dropping bombs all over europe i don't know when you talk about all these ancient civilizations i start to get them all mixed up like tartaria samaria i mean do you know anything about this, or are you just kind of bringing it up? Because I'm not an expert. I'm not. I couldn't. I probably couldn't elaborate on it too much more. 
No, I'm not an expert, but I've I've been reading up a lot about it and, and listening to different things and looking at the supposed evidence and like they straight up like change they change like buildings, like the numbers on the buildings to reflect a way later date. Yeah, I've heard uh, that. And um you know, they're staging fake uh fake monument sites all over the world. Like they look different than what they were discovered as. Like they're it's it's pretty wild, like um like Stonehenge was not looking like that when it was first discovered. Yeah. What'd they change now, about that? Well, they build it up the way it is. Hmm. Well, I know they say some of them buildings we couldn't even actually build today at all. Exactly. That's that's the other thing. The architecture, like, why did we stop building like that? Like, um, so when I go to, like, Detroit or Chicago or something like that, you, you go downtown and you see all these, like, square buildings. They look like blocks of glass and steel. Like, and then you walk into, like, other parts of town where you have these churches that almost seem like they, there's no way to, like, they didn't have cranes back then. How the hell were they building these things with steeples and all these uh, intricate and ornate, uh, you know, spires and whatever? How come we don't build like that anymore? Not even houses. Right. Like, there's parts of Detroit that look so different than what we see today. Like, there's houses from the, from the 1700s and 1800s in Detroit that are preserved, and they look so different. Why? Why Why did we stop building like that? Like, these structures are still standing today. And we build sky, skyscrapers, and we demolish them within 100 years or less. Yeah. I would say, like, if I had to guess, I would say it's just like, just like with the cars, like how the cars used to be so much built, so much better, but they started going cheap and trying to make more profit. You know, I don't, maybe something along those lines. I'm not, I don't know, man. But, um, yeah, everything yeah, looks kind of like Roblox anymore. Yeah. And then, yeah, I mean, you just brought up an, an interesting connection. Like, are they trying to normalize this blockish, squarish-looking world into onto our kids by these stupid games? Like, right. I don't believe in any of that, uh, those blocky games, even Minecraft or any of that crap. Oh, yeah, that's what I meant, yeah. Minecraft. What is yeah. Roblox? Some, something similar to that, I don't know. Okay, yeah. I meant Minecraft, but I think they're, they might be both close to the same speaking of like buildings and video games so like you remember when notre dame burnt down mm -hmm. what was that like three years ago or something like that yeah so anyway they got this game called assassin's creed and i don't know how true this is but supposedly the architecture in that game was exactly precise that they could copy that game and rebuild the the cathedral and all that hmm. or could that could just be bullshit i don't know video games are getting pretty advanced anymore no matter how you look at it 
Yeah, you're right. They are collaborating together. The uh, the Assassin's Creed Unity and the Notre Dame Restoration Project is a remarkable example of how technology and art can contribute to cultural heritage preservation. Damn, you pulled that up quick. I didn't know what you were doing. <laughs> Pretty good with that thing. Yeah, it's crazy though, ain't it? Yeah. How, how the fuck can you use a... How can you even be an uh, engineer? Um, how can you even be an engineer and say, oh, yeah, we're going to have to refer to uh, a video game. A video game so we can rebuild this uh, amazing cathedral here. I mean, I, I can see it. I mean, we, we have that those 3D mapping cameras. Yeah. You know, I'm sure they've done a lot of that. So, all right, hold on. All right, we're back. We're having them them uh, audio issues again. All right, so I closed that. We close out our cameras here. I want to see if this works because remember when I went on the Eggs and Legs podcast? Julio, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. they all had like cartoon pictures and shit. And I, me, I was just, you know, it was just me on camera, but they all had like cartoon pictures, but I was having Avatar. issues that, that day too. Yeah. So I don't like know. Like avatars. Man. Yeah. Like little cartoons and stuff like that. I don't know. We'll do it this way and see if it, see if it's any better. I haven't heard any interference. We ever heard of uh, Inaki and Magic? No. Well, so it's, it's based on the Enoch from the Book of Enoch. So Dr. John D. and Edward Kelly. This is back in like sixteenth century. Mm. I feel I should uh, be wearing my chain mail for those <laughs> during the Renaissance. So John D and yeah, they were they were Englishmen too, so they were like tight with the Queen and all that. But John D was an occultist, astronomer, astrologer, and a mathematician. He lived in London, studied at Cambridge, and he worked as an advisor for Queen Elizabeth. Elizabeth the first and so he was he basically said he wanted to recover wisdom hidden in books of antiquity like the book of Enoch you know Jasher all that stuff and then Edward Kelly he was an occultist and a seer and a scryer you know what that is somebody that wrote books uh, I don't know. They said something. He did like that shit where you look into mirrors and crystal balls and try to see things like you seen on the used to see on the cartoons and stuff back in the day. Okay. Kind of like a gypsy, you know. So. But uh, they claim looking into mirrors and crystal balls helped them speak to God. And archangels and would give them super superhuman powers. 
And they were trying to change the political structure of Europe by doing all this stuff. Hmm. And then it was used by a lot of a lot of these people that are looked at kind of like in a bad light. Like, uh, let me see here. The Hermetic Order. Probably. Yeah, he was one of them. Hermetic Order of the Golden Dawn. Crowley. Anton LaVey. And then Jack Parsons. You know who that is? No. He was like a uh, rocket scientist or something like that, but he was in with. uh, I wanted to do it. Huh? I thought you were going to say it. No, no. He might have been. <laughs> but he was in with uh what's his name? The the fucking guy that started Scientology. Way You know what I'm talking about? You know what I'm talking about? I I I think I I don't not off the top of my head. Okay, it was there was three of them. It was Jack Parsons. Uh there you go. L. Ron Hubbard. L. Ron Hubbard. But it was him, Jack Parsons, L. Ron Hubbard, and another guy that were all in on like this uh this kind of magical spell or some shit that they were trying to do. See if you can look that up. But um You ever heard of the movie Stargate? Yeah. Did you have you watched it? I love it. All right, so that supposedly has to do with all this stuff that they were starting. You know, like um Okay, so Stargate was made in 94. And then one year after that, one year later it was made public that the US had remote viewing operations going on. Which is what Stargate's about, right? I ain't never seen it. They travel to a different to a different planet using a Stargate. Oh, okay. But I know what you're talking about in terms of remote viewing. Like supposedly they've had people go to like Mars and actually be able to like identify you know locations and features pretty wild shit sounds cool have you ever heard of the finders no what is that it has nothing to do with what we're talking about are you done with that or (laughs) are you done with that i had it pulled up and then i just seen it Uh, i got like five windows going at once It it sounds very interesting. I mean, I, I'm kind of I'm gonna read more into this Scientology thing, um, because for example, going back to the whole psychedelic thing, they always tell you not to look at yourself in the mirror when you're tripping. <laughs> yeah. And I wonder why. Yeah, that's weird. <laughs> I mean, I, I've done it just to see like what happens, but I haven't seen anything wild. But I. But maybe, maybe uh, that's how you access portals. I don't know. Maybe I should get a damn crystal ball. There you go. 
Yeah. And then you can look at it while you're on shrooms. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, man. That's driving me nuts. Hold on a second. I'm about to Google this. Jack Parsons, L. Ron Hubbard, and who else during the magic trip? The Babylon. Okay. The Babylon Working, 1946. I don't know if this is a book or what. I could have clicked on the completely wrong thing. Oh, my God. What? He was friends with your boy. Warner Von Braun? <laughs> you said it. <laughs> Wait a minute here. Babylonian Working. Scientology and the Occult. Uh, L. Ron Hubbard, Jack Parsons. Oh, dude's trying to call me. The dude from the... The gig? Yeah. <laughs> I'll let him leave a voicemail. I'm doing a fucking podcast right now. I'm a little busy. Called me like four hours ago, man. You know what? I'm not gonna be looking shit up in uh in the middle of this show. I'm just well, I'm gonna write it down and we're gonna talk about it on the next episode. Yeah. But you wanted to hear about the find the finders. Yeah, let me hear about that. It's when I brought it up. It was in 1987. It says the finders came to wider public attention when two members of the movement were arrested in Tallahassee, Florida in 1987 and charged with misdemeanor child abuse of the six children accompanying them. The two men, having remained silent, went in a public park. Okay. The police inquired as to their identity and the relationship to the children. The men were Douglas Ammerman and James Michael Howell, both described as well-dressed men in suits. They used a van to transport six scruffy, hungry children of varying ages, and the age range of the children was between 2 and 11. So, I don't think they found out much at first, and from what I remember, the kids weren't even able to talk. So they were like being treated like dogs or something. Mm -hmm. But it says the two oldest children referred to as Mary and Max were interviewed by law enforcement as the others were too young to properly communicate. It was noted that medical examinations of the children showed signs of sexual abuse and malnutrition, as well as bite marks potentially belonging to an adult human. During the interview, as well as eyewitness testimony from neighbors, it was discovered that the children were raised on a farm belonging to Petty. I don't know. Oh, one of the was one of the guys' names Petty. I don't know. I'm confused now. It says they were raised on a farm with little adult supervision, with there being with there being 20 adults and one other child present. The younger children were observed to display 
behavior indicating they were not used to being in a house or using indoor plumbing, requesting to go outside to use the bathroom or urinating in their pants. Noted to lack underwear also. Max had a poor concept of time. They explained that they were being weaned from their mothers and were rarely allowed inside the house, even sleeping outside. Neighbors observed that the children apparently lived in the farm's watermelon field. So neighbors were watching all this shit go on and never said anything? Doesn't that sound kind of weird? It happens more often than we think. All right, so Mary described Ammerman and Howell as their teachers, teaching them to read and play games. One game involved disrobing a man, wearing his clothes, and going through his pockets for money. She later revised her statement and asserted that the, that only jackets were involved. The two reported seeing female members of the cult naked and believed this to be another game as well. When questioned about bad touches, Mary denied sexual abuse but became very fidgety and wanted to end the interview. At another finder's farm in Virginia, agents recorded cases on the premises with witnesses asserting they were used to keep children. As of 2023, the full medical and psychological reports are not available for public viewing. Huh. But I'm not going to read the whole fucking thing, but this was a this was an intelligence program. I was going to say, isn't this tied to a government project? Weren't they part of like the government or something like that? Where did I? I'm trying to see. It was. I read something about it was the the whole cult was being run by some admiral from the navy or something like that. Mm-hmm. And um, it says in 2019, the FBI released hundreds of documents related to the finders. Noting on their FBI vault website, it was their top requested topic. Despite a lack of evidence or verification by the Washington, D.C. Police Department, the belief that these reports indicated a larger conspiracy became popular in some quarters. But then there's there's other reports that this was right around the time where people were were uh, talking about satanic panic and shit like that. So basically, just try to blow try to blow it off. And uh, yeah, I don't know. There's some weird shit going on. Indeed. Yeah, I think I had heard about that one. <clears throat> It's it's it says they were conduct conducting brainwashing techniques in a warehouse. Uh, says something about satan Satanism. I don't know. Enough of that, I guess. I don't like talking about that type of shit. It's got to be it's got to be talked about though. You know, I mean, people people want to act like it ain't happening just like with the sound of freedom movie and all that shit you know they just they sign it off as a QAnon movie (laughs) 
Did you have anything else? Mm. Yeah, have you seen um all right, so did you hear about the the retired police chief or something in Las Vegas that got hit and ran over by two hoodlums? And how they got arrested. They're underage and one is Latino, the other one is black, but they got booked in as white. Oh, that doesn't surprise me. Yeah. I keep seeing more and more, uh, you know, like, I don't know, false information, even, you know, just getting people in, into jail, reporting something legitimately. And it's part of this agenda to kind of like keep dividing the masses, you know, to make us think that we're the enemy, you know, ourselves when it's really them. Yeah. And, and they're creating this false illusion that, um, white people are bad i mean did they get booked in as white or did the yeah. media the media just said that no they got booked in as white huh i mean vegas is pretty shady so i mean all you gotta do is throw throw these uh vegas politicians a couple of bucks and they'll probably do whatever you want and one of them is already bragging that because he's underage, he's not even going to do 30 days. He's going to be out. The guy didn't die, though, did he? Or did he? Yeah, he died. Oh, he's dead? Yeah. How old was he? Like 60-something. Huh. You know, a, a pillar in the community, you know, a good citizen. You know, who, were, who, I mean, he was like a police chief or something. So somebody that contributed something and then... These idiots who had already done crimes earlier that day, you know, killed him, took him away from his family forever. And, you and the sense of entitlement that they have is just beyond belief. I don't understand how, as a society, we're going more and more in that direction. You know, it's like um, uh, my boss, he was telling me the other day, hey, you know, I have I'm, I ordered a new iPhone. It's going to come in on such and such day. And then I look at, I look on the news, and you have people um, breaking into the, you know, the i, the Apple store, and just stealing the shit. And as AOC would say, you know, they're just trying to put bread on the table. Fuck that. Right. I don't believe in it. You know, I I, I don't work at a at a donut factory to fucking sugarcoat it. You know, I think that that's just bad. It's just bad raising, you know, like some people don't have good parents and I think it shows. Um, do you know the dude's name that got ran over? One second. I got it. It's Andreas Probst. Yeah. All right. Never mind. You know what I was thinking? I thought you meant he was the chief of police in Vegas. No. He was a former police chief in Bell, California. Okay, yeah, maybe I'm wrong on the location. No, it, I, it, had hap no it happened in Vegas, but he was a cop in California. Uh, you were trying to tie this to Lahaina, to Maui. 
Yeah, you mean uh, Pelletier? Yeah. Because <laughs> Pelletier wasn't the chief of police in Vegas. He was just uh, like a captain. So I was going to say, oh, okay. This dude was the chief of police during that that time. And now some, you know, it's just weird. But now that, that was a dead end. Well, fuck me. <laughs> Yeah. What I'm about a, uh, what about these uh, old politicians, like dying off? Oh yeah, you were saying something about that. Yeah, Diane Feinstein finally kicked the bucket at ninety years old. You know, like what the hell could she really know about politics at ninety years old, other than just changing her damn diaper? Well, you would think they get smarter as they get older. Yeah. Freaking desiccated cadaver. Look at how smart Biden is. He's pretty old. Yeah. <laughs> Corn Pop. <laughs> Corn Pop was a bad dude. No joke. I still, I still don't get the Corn Pop, man. What do you mean you don't get it? I don't I don't find it as funny. It's just because he's so corny, man. He was he was talking the so the crowd he was talking to was like most predominantly mostly black so he was trying to uh win them over by like you know telling this fake ass story about how he stood up to corn pop but they all were probably just thinking the same thing we were thinking like this dude's full of shit (laughs) (laughs) hey you didn't run into him uh at your picket or anything no while you were picketing no he went up to michigan yeah what a fucking fake ass yeah, and then Trump was up there yesterday, too. Did you see that? No, I didn't. I started watching it because I was, I was in the garage uh, looking at YouTube. I usually just listen to music in the garage while I'm drinking beer and shit, but uh, it popped up. It said Trump live. I'm like, what the fuck is this? So he was, um, he was at some, it was some non-union plant. But some family owned, uh, they were like a supplier plant. So they supplied parts to all the big three and everything. And he was just, you know, he's a good talker, but he was just bullshitting just like the rest of them. Same shit, you know, the same shit that he, he was saying how, I mean, he did bring up some good points. He, he was saying, like, yeah, when I was in office, gas was only $1.80. I'm like, yeah, I missed that shit. Yeah. But it's all about fucking money and backdoor deals and, and, and bribery and all that type of shit. When you, get, when you get up that high and you're making that much money, you'd be hard-pressed to find an honest man. I don't know, maybe one day. Who knows? Yeah, if I if I was a I don't know you know I was uh, I was in a, on Facebook and I was making some points on something, and somebody said you know like I had a pretty good following on this post or on this thread, and somebody said you know if you ran for for office I would totally vote for you, and then other people started saying the same thing, but honestly like I got so much shit out there already. I would never be able to become a politician. 
No, I wouldn't want you to. Know, somebody already has me saying the wrong thing. There's probably a screenshot of a text message where I said the wrong thing. Some probably somebody probably worked with me and, and I probably said the wrong thing. Oh, I know like, I did. It's just it's just too much. Shit, they got us on podcast now. Saying a lot of bad I things. I know. You know, I, I I guess it's not as bad as Mike Pence, who's going to be revealed as being gay, but still something to think about for me. I can't run to be a politician. I don't know, man. All these stories coming out, I don't know how true they are anymore. Like, like you had the guy that said he was blowing Obama while he while Obama was smoking crack. Yeah. You heard that one? Yep. And then even if it even if this shit didn't happen, now they got deep fake and everything. Next thing you know, you got a you're looking at a video of yourself fucking you know, executing somebody executing somebody I don't even want to think about a video of, uh, <laughs> I don't even want to think about that shit. That's sickening. I don't get involved in those types of going ons. <laughs> I don't know, man. Yeah, I don't know. There's gotta be, there's gotta be some kind of technical, technological way to tell the difference between deep fake and a real video you know what i'm saying like they supposedly the fbi and the intelligence agencies they can all figure out like if pictures are fake and shit like that you know on certain cases there's got to be a fucking way some kind of digital footprint you know what i'm saying but I mean, there's got to be. I mean, not even NASA gotta can be. get rid of their digital footprint. What's that? Not even NASA can get rid of their digital footprint under pictures. Oh, the moon landing. <laughs> yeah, or like they they show pictures of like planet Earth from the moon, but you can see if you change like the gamma settings on Photoshop or anything, you can see that the picture of the Earth is like a a separate square, like it was copy and paste it oh well, who's that black scientist neil degrasse yeah tyson. neil degrasse tyson so he was on some some show the other day it wasn't the other day it was probably a long time ago but i was just looking at it the other day and he was talking about how the way the earth rotates and the speed it rotates that the earth is actually shaped like a pear because the mm-hmm. below the equator it Something about the momentum of the gravitational pull or some of that bullshit. But he said the Earth actually looks like a pear. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what the fuck are those pictures from NASA then? I know. Perfectly round. Maybe I don't it was... believe that guy too much. I mean, he also went on record saying that, you know... You can wake up one day feeling one gender and then the next day feeling another gender and that it's all based on science. Oh, yeah, he got paid off. Yeah. Meh. Nobody thinks he's smart anyway. He's a dumbass. What about Bill Nye, the science guy? 
yeah, I've, I've read a little bit about him. He wasn't even I mean, a scientist. He just made a yeah. TV show. I'm smarter than him. <laughs> I'm smarter than Tyson, too. They say um, that actor Dolph Lugren. Yeah. From Rocky. Yeah, yeah, I know who you're talking about. He's more of a scientist than Bill Nye, the science guy. Yeah, he is. Yeah, because he actually has degrees and shit. I wish he would fucking come out and say some, talk about some of this shit. He, he's Maybe he's worried he's not going to get any more acting roles. He's still acting and shit? Yeah, he's still badass. If he dies, he dies. Oh, shit, that was in the 80s, though. Yeah, but he's still doing stuff. Is he? Yeah, and he still looks great. He's still, like, super awesome. Well, yeah, I know he could, uh, he was some kind of karate champ, too, back in the day before he even did Rocky. Or yeah. I think he was a kickboxer, maybe. Some kind of martial arts. But, you know, back then I was all into that shit, so I knew about all these guys. I'll be getting, you know, karate magazines and shit and reading about all these people. That's when you started exploring your sexuality like I did two weeks ago. <laughs> Why would I do that? What's that got to do with martial arts? <laughs> You're looking at the magazines. Yeah, they're all they're all wearing clothes and fighting each other. <laughs> what the hell are you talking about? I know where you're going. You were trying to you you had a plan to get me back at some point in this podcast. <laughs> Am I right? You just didn't it wasn't planned. <laughs> you grabbed for it at the wrong Maybe maybe another time you'll catch me slipping. You should have got me when I started talking about uh, them making a deep fake of people blowing Obama while he's smoking crack. No, dude, I don't want to picture that. <laughs> uh, or somebody going down on Pelosi or something. No. Mm-mm. Uh, she did... Um. Did you see those pictures of her at the beach? No. She's definitely got some some fake tits. That's all I'm going to say. I'm not going to elaborate. But there really? were people... I li- There's some of these podcasts that I listened to, and they were fucking all over it. You know, like, all about Nancy Pelosi all of a sudden. That's the same with... Yeah. Uh, What's that? They do look bigger than like oh, you, they would be. So you're looking at the beach photo? Yeah. For her age, I mean. Yeah. It's her tankers. <laughs> I didn't want to say. I don't know. I just try to be careful about shit like that. I talk trash about everything else. What the fuck? I don't know. It's been almost an hour, hasn't it? What I said. What time did I say we were starting? Twelve thirty. It's been almost an hour. I think we've run. I think this episode has run its course. Yeah. Unless I, you got anything. No, I don't. All right. Well, I tried to bounce back from last week. At least I'm not in a fucking alcohol-induced depression. 
<laughs> Did you just, one. huh? Look at that one. Oh, I'm not on the meat screen. No. Go ahead. Oh, that's fake. <laughs> that's fake as fuck. Where's the real one though? Oh, right here. Oh, I'm yeah. I'm clicking on your fucking screen like I'm gonna be able to bring it up. Hey, look. Yeah, I brought my cursor over there, and I'm like, oh, here, let's click on this one. It's not even my fucking screen. <laughs> oh, boy. She looks nice in that green. Mm -hmm. Like fatigue green. What'd you do? Google Nancy Pelosi's tits? No, I just Google Pelosi at beach. <laughs> okay. Come on, my wife's going to see my search history. Okay, there you go. Right, that's why I didn't want to say. I know my wife doesn't listen to this show anyway. <laughs> but she did prove me wrong when you guys came over. And she did know the name of the show. I was I was really oh, yeah. shocked by that. <laughs> I said, you don't even know the name of the show. What are you talking about? She's like, yes, I do. Conspiracy yeah, Soldiers. <laughs> yeah. All right, well, any, uh, that's about it. Anybody got questions, comments, bitches, gripes, complaints? Conspiracy Soldiers at yahoo.com. And you can find us on Instagram, Conspiracy Soldiers. What do you got there, Julio? You can also send it in Spanish and we will respond. <laughs> all right yeah and if you and if you want to send it in sumerian we will respond as well well all you gotta do is put google lens on it i was playing with some uh latin and uh greek bibles and stuff the other day trying to figure out some differences you know what i'm saying google lens mm -hmm. yeah if you so screenshot a picture of like uh one of these other bibles in different languages and it'll just it'll switch it it's it's fucking amazing technology's getting out of control all right well yeah conspiracy soldiers is going dark night night